Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. If you want vision, you need, say I need, we need a game plan. See, it requires something from you. It requires action on your behalf. It requires work, commitment, faithfulness, loyalty, vision, drive for change to come. Listen. If you make the right choices, God will bring the right changes. Let me say that again. If you make the right choices, God will bring the right changes. But we must, say I must, we must be consistent. The definition of consistent is this, marked by an agreement. We must, say I must, make an agreement with the Lord. You have to make an agreement with the Lord in order to stay consistent. There has to be an agreement made. And so today I want to minister a message entitled, It Starts With You. It starts with you. Somebody say it starts with me. It starts with you. Listen, nothing changes. Listen, nothing changes until you do. Nothing changes until you do. We're talking about consistency tonight. People are inconsistent today. They are, they're, 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 you got to understand they're, they're, they're all in one day and they're out the next. Come on, they're, they're all in on a Sunday, but Monday they quit. Come on. They are inconsistent in the things that they say that they're going to do, inconsistent to their vows to God. Come on, somebody. Come on, have you ever made a vow or a promise to God? Come on, have you ever been inconsistent? In those promises. Come on. We all have failed there. Amen. We have all said we're going to do this, God, and then we don't do it. We tell God, God, I'm all in. I'm going all the way. I'm going to get up early to pray, and we don't. We say that we're going to fast once a month, but we haven't. Come on. I believe that there must be consistency in our lives in order for us to be successful. But it starts with you. Somebody say me. Church, there must be consistency in order for you to declare. If there is no consistency, there is no declaration. You cannot shout anything. You cannot claim anything unless you are consistent, unless there is an agreement with you and God. There are things that we need to do. Come on, we can't just say, I'm standing in faith. Come on. I know that we have to have faith, but we have to do our part as well. Can somebody say amen? There must be an action on your part. That action is consistency. In, in James chapter 2, 17, it says this. In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by actions, it's dead. The Message Bible puts it like this. Isn't it obvious that God talk? Without God actions is an outrageous nonsense. The New Living Translation says this. 
So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. What James is saying here that we cannot earn salvation only by serving and obeying, but our actions that show that our commitment is to God and that commitment is real. Come on, somebody say for real, for real. It has to be for real. And only our actions show that. Amen. We can do things. We can serve. Amen. But, but if, our, if our attitude or our actions are not committed to God, then they're dead. There's a quote that someone says, it isn't what we say or think that defines us, but rather what we do. But it starts with who? Me. Who? Me. It starts with you. <clears throat> there must be consistency in our walk. Consistency in our conduct, in our character. Consistency with people that are around us, amen, at home with our spouses, with our children, our workplace, church, amen. It has to be part of our everyday life. I say all day, every day. Come on, you are a Christian all day, every day. Come on, there has to be a consistency in agreement with God all day and every day. Somebody say all day, every day. It has to be in our lives. It's not when you feel like it. It's not when you're feeling good. It's not when you just got paid. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. It's not those things. It's even on the, when times are hard and when you're going through the struggle, amen, there has to be a consistent with God. Say, God, I, I'm going through a hard time right now, but you know what? I'm not giving up, amen. I'm still going to read. I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to go to church. I'm still going to give, amen. Why? Because God is a good God. Can somebody say amen? We have to have an attitude that says, God, you can count on me. Can God count on you? There has, there, 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 if there's inconsistencies in our walk, there will be inconsistencies in our faith, which will result in inconsistencies in our actions. If there is inconsistency in our faith, then we will struggle with our walk. And we will not be successful in the things that we want to do for God. We must be consistent, but it starts with you. It starts with you. It starts with me. Listen. We must continue to be consistent in all things. Somebody say all things. Even if things are not going well, we cannot stop. Even if you're having a bad day, you ever had one of those? Come on, then pack a lunch and keep going. Come on, somebody. Even if the rise of COVID is being said, amen, we must stay consistent. Come on, even if we're falling short and we're going to fail at times, come on, somebody say hello. Come on, we still have to be consistent in what we want to do for God. You see, I can accept failure, but I can't accept not trying. I can accept failure, but I cannot accept not trying. See, God, somebody say God. God is consistent. Therefore, Jesus is consistent because Jesus is God. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and what? And what? I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty consistent to me. That he does not change. He has made an agreement 
with us, amen, that you know what? I will be your God, and every promise, everything I say will come to pass, amen. He is very consistent. He says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are to strive to be like Jesus, right? That's our goal. If you know what our goal is, is to be like Christ. Come on, it's not to be like anybody else. It's to be like Jesus. Come on. We're not looking for other pastor arts. Come on, we're not looking for other phenos. Come on, we're, we're looking for Jesus in us, amen. We got to see Jesus inside of us. They cannot see anybody else but Jesus inside of us. That is who we model after, amen. We must always keep our eyes on Christ. The hero, the writer in Hebrews chapter 13 is saying, although people change, Jesus, listen, never changes. Christ has been and will be the same forever. In a changing world, we can trust in an unchanging God. Can somebody say amen? What God has done in the past, what he said in the past, amen, his promises of the past, amen, are the same today and they will be the same tomorrow, church, forever, church, because our God does not change. He is a consistent God. The Bible says that we are to be like Christ, amen, meaning that we have to have the same character as Christ, which means that we must be consistent in our walk. If you want more than what you presently have, how many want more? Come on, how many want more? Come on, if you don't want your more, I'll take your more. Hallelujah. Come on, well, I don't know about you, but I, I, I am not satisfied. Come on, how many know that we cannot be satisfied where we're at? God has so much for us, and God, I, I'm not satisfied. I, I know that you are more. I know that you can do more in my life. I, I know that I've not seen every miracle, God. I, I've not seen you move uh, in a special way like I've seen other times. God, I know there's more inside of you. God, I want more. Come on, just like Jabez. Jabez wanted more. Come on, he wanted more than his brothers. He wanted more than his family. He wanted more. God, I want more. Come on, you ever tell God that? I want more. There's nothing wrong with that. Come on. Just say that with me. God, I want more. See, you can talk to God and say, God, I want more. I'm not saying be greedy. God, I, I want to be greedy. No. God, I want more. I want more of you. I want more of your blessings. I want more of your knowledge. I want more of your wisdom. I, I want more of who you are, God. I want, I want to be like your son, Jesus. Now, that should be a goal for all of us, church. But it starts with you. Nobody else. Doesn't start with your pastor. Doesn't start with your leader. It starts with you. You have to make the choice. Nothing changes until you do. You have to say, I want something better. You have to say, I want something different. You have to say, God, I want more of you. It starts with you. With consistency, church comes character with character comes maturity and with maturity comes growth come on somebody you want to learn how to grow get some character character will bring maturity and maturity will bring growth church first corinthians 13 11 says this when i was a child i spoke and i thought and i reasoned as a child but when i grew up i put away childish things it's time to put away the kitty stuff, church. 
it's time to get serious with God. Come on, it's time to grow up. Tell your neighbors, time to grow up. Come on, tell your neighbors, time. Come on, it's time to mat up, brother. It's time to woman up. Woman, sister. For some of us, listen, for some of us, we've been saved too long. Come on, too long for not growing up. Too long for not having victory. Too long. Come on. Uh, there is no excuse, church. Uh, for some of us here, you have just been inconsistent. Come on. Let's just get honest. Let's be honest. Amen. Come on. There's inconsistency in the church. There's inconsistency in our walk. That's why we struggle. That's why we, we fall back. That's why we don't change. That's why we don't grow up. Uh, come on. We grow older, but we don't grow up. Come on, just because you got more gray hair doesn't mean you have wisdom. You got a lot of gray hair growing, amen, but I, I still need a lot of growing up to do. Church, let's not just grow old in the church. Let's grow up in the church. Come on, church. If we are to be people that go forward, how many want to go forward? Two people, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I'm talking to the right crowd, amen. How many want to go forward with God? Come on, how many want to be a people that don't go backwards or don't do nothing? For some of us, amen, you'll never go where God wants to take you if you keep reliving your past. If you keep doing the old things uh, that God has delivered you from, amen. Uh, come on, it's time to change. Uh, in time to get consistent with God, amen. That way you can see the blessings of God uh, that will get released in your life through consistency. Give them a try, church. Be faithful to them. Be loyal to him. Come on. Uh, be consistent with him and see what he does in your life. Come on. You want blessings in your finances? Be consistent in giving. That's all it is. Come on. You give, he'll, he'll bless you back. Come on. Why are, are, are things cursed? That's why he said, he goes, you're cursed. Why? Because you don't bring the whole tithe to the storehouse. You got to be consistent in all that. We don't just give to God when everything's flowing and we're happy. And we got enough for a burrito after church. You give even though when you're struggling, church. You give what belongs to him. Come on, the tithe is holy. That means you don't touch it. It's supposed to be set apart. And when you do things like that, God blesses you. And you'll always have a burrito after church. <laughs> Look at what Paul says in Philippians 3, 13 to 14. He says, brothers and sisters, I, I don't consider myself yet to take hold of it. Here, here Paul's being honest. He says, you know what? I have faults. I, I, I fail at times. I fall short. Amen. I, I don't got it all together. Paul, this is what Paul is really saying here. I, I don't have it all together. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and strain towards what is his head. I press on to the goal to win the prize for which God called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus. His eyes are always to go forward. His eyes are always to be consistent with God, even through troubled times, even through hard times. God, I, I, I'm going to keep going forward. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to relive my past. I'm not going to go back there anymore. I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to stay consistent with you, amen, and I'm going to keep my eye on the prize. You see, Paul had a reason to forget his past. How many ever have reason to forget about your past? 
Come on, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go back there anymore. Amen. I, I look back there to, to give God glory, what he's done in my life, but I don't want to go back there ever again. Come on, he's delivered me. He's restored me. He's healed me. Come on, he's put my life back together. Amen. Why would I go back there? Paul had a reason to forget about his past. See, Paul was there when Stephen was getting stoned. Paul was there to put a hit on Stephen. He's the one that approved the first stoning of the first Christian martyr. Listen, church, we have all done things in our past that we're ashamed of. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. The shame of what, uh, what we've become because of our past. But because of there's hope in Christ, come on, somebody, we can let go of the past guilt, amen, and go forward with God, amen, to help us become what he wants us to be. Don't dwell on your past, church. Instead, grow in the knowledge of Christ, being consistent and concentrating on the relationship with God. You know, we have to focus on relationships. Spouses, friends, brothers and sisters, but we got to really focus on our relationship with God. Come on, our relationship with God is not just coming to church. There has to be there has to be a, a, a intimacy with you and God. There has to be a relationship. There has to be a talking to, spending time with. Reading his word, dwelling with him, amen, and, and allowing him to, uh, you know, to, to, to talk, uh, uh, talk to you and, and, and to, to, to minister to you through even through soaking in his presence. God, God, God wants that kind of relationship. Come on, a relationship is not you just being here. It's you taking him home when you leave here. It's you when you're driving your car, he's sitting right there with you, amen. It's you at work, amen, he's there with you, amen. Wherever you're at, he's there with you. We have to work on that relationship. We have to be consistent in that because once we stop talking, it gets kind of weird. It gets kind of odd. We, keep, we fill all the place. Come on, just like you miss church for, for a month, amen, and try to come back. You won't just walk in and say, hey, what's going on? You're like, uh, where do I sit? Remember the shutdown? Huh? Where do I sit? <laughs> We, we feel all the place, amen. We don't want no one to talk to us. We kind of want to sneak in. Uh, we won't even come, amen, uh, you know, to worship is over, and we kind of just sneak in. Come on, even, come on, we, even when we came back from the shutdown, we were like, we didn't know what to do. It felt awkward. It felt weird because we weren't gathering together, even though we were watching each other online, amen, uh, but coming together because the, the relationship was broken. Because there was not a lot of communication. There was not a lot of fellowship. God wants fellowship. God wants that to be consistent. Be, it should be something that you talk to him every day, not just every Sunday. It's an everyday thing. It's, it's a marriage. It's a covenant that God has for us. And he wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to be in your life. I said he wants to be in your life. He wants to be with you. He wants to bless you, amen. He wants to wake up with you. It's how much he loves us. Spend some time with him. Be consistent on working on that relationship with him. You have to realize that you're forgiven. 
Come on, somebody. Stop beating your beating yourself over the head, over past mistakes. If God has forgiven you, you can forgive yourself. And you can go forward into the blessings of God. you got to be consistent in that and know that he has forgiven you. You can move on to a life of faith and obedience, church. Look forward to a fuller and more meaningful life, amen, because of the hope that's in Christ Jesus. See, in order to press forward, you must take off your past. Somebody say, take it off. Take off those inconsistencies and put on Christ, amen, and move ahead and strive for his character in your life. We must strive for holiness. He says, I'm holy, be holy. Come on, we, we can't live in the same way we're living. We can't think in the same way we're thinking, amen. We can't be doing the, in the things that we're doing, amen, that, 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 that don't line up to holiness. God is holy. He says, therefore, therefore you be holy. Come on, we have to be holy. We have to strive for that, church. And we must do it in a consistent fashion. The definition of strive is this. To devote a serious effort or energy and to finish what you've started. Come on. You got you to be serious about this, church. You got to be serious about this relationship. You got to give it your, your all, your effort, your energy, amen, and finish what you started. If you ever think about quitting, think about why you started. Come on, they'll always bring you back to the altar. They'll always bring you back to what you, what God put in your heart. Amen. When I ever felt like quitting here, pastoring, he, he's always went back to why I'm out here. And those people, and it was, it was the love of God. Amen. I, I, you know, and I went back and you grab it a hole again of that love. You grab a hold of the, the call. You grab a hold of the things. Amen. Uh, you know what? Uh, when I feel like quitting, he tells me, why did you start, son? And I start thinking about it, like, oh, man, i got to repent. Okay, I'll stay another year. <laughs> another year on my contract. Okay, just another year, Pat. God. Come on, God's word says, be holy, for he is holy. Holy, you know what holy means? It means to be set apart. you got to be set apart. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 says, Therefore, come out from among the unbelievers and separate yourself from them, says the Lord. For some of us, we need to cut some friendships off that are damaging your relationship with God. It's the truth. When I got saved, I had to cut off all my friends. Not some, all. They, 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 they would be no good for me. Amen. Not that I don't love them and I pray for them. And I would go back to them, amen, to preach the gospel and preach what God has done in my life. But I had to let go of some relationships that were causing damage to my relationship with God. Because God's relationship is number one. It's number one, church. It has to be number one. And so friends will damage that. Friends will pollute your mindset. They're not saved like you. They don't think like you. They're still the world. And, and you got to make yourself, for some of us, we have to make a, a separation in order for us to be consistent. Listen, I'm talking about consistency. For order for us to be consistent in our relationship with God. There are things that we have to let go. And I know sometimes that hurts. And I, my friends call me names and all this stuff. But you know what? When I stand before God Almighty, they're not going to be there with me. I'm going to stand before God all by myself. And I have to give account. 
for my actions. I can't tell you, well, it was my friends. You know, I was trying, but my friends. You, you can't throw it on that. You have to do, because it starts with who? With you. It starts with you. You have to make that change. When we were children, amen, when we were young in the Lord, we did a lot of immature things. We didn't say the right things, amen, when we first got saved. We didn't do the right things, amen. Our actions were not right. Come on. But there are some here that you're not young in the Lord anymore. Come on. Come on. You're not young as an individual anymore, amen. We must put our childish things aside. Come on. Take up our roles, amen, and be consistent in it. Come on, there's a quote that someone says, our life has to speak louder than our lips. Our life needs to speak louder than our lips. We were born with an ability, church, to change someone's life. We can't waste that. I can't waste that. God has done something in my life, and I have the ability to share the testimony and the glory and the power of God, what he's done in my life, to share that to someone else to bring change into their lives. Don't ever lose sight of your dreams. Don't lose sight of your desires and your goals. If you stay consistent with God, you will never lose sight, church. You will always have vision. God gives us vision. When you're close to you, with him, he's leading you and you're going somewhere. He's taking you somewhere. He's leading you. He's giving you vision. He gives me visions. He doesn't give me the whole picture, but he gives me things just to keep going forward. He shows me things that keeps me going forward. Amen. Uh, and so those are things. He gives us vision. He starts seeing, uh, you know what, things that don't look good right now, he sees them being good down the road. Amen. Uh, things are not working out right now. They're working out down the road. Amen. Why? Because God's starting to show you glimpses and pictures because you're consistent with him. And he starts to show you, you know what, my promises still hold. Uh, my, my word is still true. Amen. Uh, hold on to it because I'm going to do something. Amen. Salvation is coming to your house. Amen. Uh, your children will get saved amen your family will get saved amen uh, come on healing is on its way uh, as long as you stay consistent God starts to show you the pictures uh, that are ahead you'll never lose sight church if you're consistent in your relationship with God he's always there and even in those dark times that's when you got to just trust him got to grab his hand and say, God, I, I can't see you. I can't see what's ahead, but I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to trust you because you have never failed me. And your word is consistent. And your word has never failed. And so I will hold your hand and I will trust you in the darkness, knowing that you're leading me somewhere. And when my eyes can open, then I'll see your glory once again. You go forward with God. We don't quit in that valley. We don't quit in that darkness, church. That's where we're built at. Like that song we sing, he's, not only is he the God of the mountain, but he's the God of the, the valley. That's where, you show, that's where he shows you who God really is. It's my, my best moments and my best growing and my best maturity has come through trials and storms and battles. It's through the midst of darkness where I couldn't see what God was doing, but God was up to something. God was on the move doing something. 
And I didn't let go of his hand, and I didn't quit on him. And I, didn't, I didn't do things. I just stood there, and I held his hand, and we kept walking. And we keep walking. You'll, you'll eventually, will, you'll go out of it. If you stay there, you're going to stay there. You know, we have to be consistent. Consistency keeps you going forward. Inconsistency will make you stop and make you doubt. And it'll keep you in the dark for a long time. And it'll mess you up, church. That's where the enemy comes to whisper. In the darkness of inconsistency, that's where the devil feeds his lies. and says, it's not going to work out. Worship God. I told you. It's in the darkness right there. And if we're not consistent, we can die. I said we can die, church. How many want to live? Be consistent. Keep going forward. Tell your neighbor, go forward. I'm going to close tonight, amen. <clears throat> Let me share something with you real quickly as I close, amen. I was flying somewhere to go preach one time. Sometime back, amen. And the airline pilot came on, the intercom, joking. And he says, I got some good news and I got some bad news. The bad news is we're lost. But the good news is we're making great time. You guys don't get it. You guys will get it on the way home. No. This, listen, don't. Get lost where you lose your sight of your dreams, where you lose your sight of your desires and goals in the kingdom of God. Don't lose sight. Stay consistent. Amen. Your dreams, your, your desires, your goals in the kingdom of God will not be, a, will be done out of love. And when you do it out of love, you'll strive for success, church. Be consistent in your walk. The consistency in my walk has kept me saved and it's kept me excited for God for 26 years now, church. Add consistency to your life and watch what God will do. But it starts with you. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand up. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. We glorify you. Amen. With every head bowed, every eye closed. Praise the Lord. Just for a moment, amen. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, Father. Father, I pray that your word go forth, Father. Whether it was spoken here to the hearts of people here and those watching on air, my Lord. 